Welcome to Press Specialized English. This is episode number 10, Business English Books. So this is an interesting topic. Um, and before we get in, into things, if you're a new listener and you're interested in, in joining Press English, you can find me at PressEnglish.com. Uh, you can also email me at info at PressEnglish.com. Um, and we're opening up uh, very soon a uh, new registration for year 2021. Pretty crazy that this year is now just coming to an end. It's been a crazy year, and uh, I think uh, it's been a year that we that all of us will remember, a year to ref reflect on, a year to start developing new challenges, new goals, some things that you haven't, you've thought, you've never thought about doing before. Um, now is the time to start preparing for next year and, and, and developing personal and professional goals. So with that in mind, uh, today's business topic, English business uh, reads or, or business English books, uh, is something that a lot of us probably have, um, many of my students are in their late 20s, early 30s, some even in their 40s. Um, so we've all read our fair share fair share of professional reads, business English books. Maybe you haven't read a, a business English book yet. Maybe you've read it in the same author, but you've read the Spanish version or another language. So this is a good chance to uh, start preparing uh, to bring you a goal for next year, for 2021. So many of us have read many. Some some of us uh, have tried reading books. Some of some of my students have suggest suggested to read uh, a book, kind of like a book club during during a course, and that's something that will be implemented uh, for next year's classes. And I will offer a uh, a book club. Um, and uh, for this, I think you know before we get into the business English reads or books. Uh, you know, we've all we all have our topics. We all have our favorite topics. Sometimes business books can be a little boring, right? It's it's theory. It's uh, you know certain kinds of uh, tactics that have helped people, you know, develop their business or be successful, whatever. So a lot of us, including myself, do prefer you know fiction type books or novels, whatever the case is. I I enjoy a really good uh, mystery book. I like murder mysteries. I'm a big fan of, uh, I don't know if any, anybody has ever read Lee Child or Tom Clancy, but I do enjoy the murder mysteries and the action in all of his books. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of them now are coming to movies. And like I'm sure everybody will agree with me, books are always better than the movies because it, it permits your imagination to kind of go where it takes you. So that's really cool about, uh, you know, murder mysteries and novels, etc. Well... There is a point where you have, I think, as to develop professionally, you have to look at what other people have done to be successful. You have to look at other um, theories, other tactics that are out there in, in your marketplace, in your in your sector, whatever your profession is. If you're a business professional, HR professional, an engineering uh, professional, whatever the case is, you're always having to kind of sharpen your tools in your in your toolbox, right? In your personal toolbox, and um, so. I've had two books that have always resonated with me. I, I first started reading them over 10 years ago, and they're still, these two books are still my two favorite, I think, the ones that will always be on my top of my list because they have such fundamental ideas. 
the concepts are pretty easy, but sometimes the the most basic fundamentals are the most important in 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 achieving your own professional goals. Whether that is, you know, if you want to become a CEO of a company, if you want to be I don't know some type of director of a, in a company, if you want to be uh, some type of some type of consultant, if you want to have your own company, or if you just um, enjoy uh, reading new ideas and just uh, having them, they can help you at whatever level you're at within your organization, wherever you're at in your professional career. All these little tools, these reading points, I like to call them tools. Whatever these tools that you you acquire during your your reads, your your adventures in business ideas and books, they I think will uh, definitely serve you at any any level. So a lot of them are kind of high level you know, leadership ideas or theories or uh, technology accelerators or, or whatever the, 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 the read is. It's really developed. It could be for, you know, highly successful people. But you can apply everything you read from, from basically being an intern to being a CEO. And I, I'm a firm believer in that. So uh, by no means am I just raging business su- success story. But, you know, I'm trying my own uh, way and I've, I've made some errors I've made some good steps and and along those ways I've applied things that I've these tools that I've acquired over the years and um, so without with, with that being said I think there's two the first one is called the world is flat and this is by Thomas Friedman uh, he is a kind of a quirky fellow and he's got several books out there but this one uh, I I read Back in 2000 and I believe nine, early 2009, I was in graduate school. I went to a, I was in the the first green MBA, uh, sustainable MBA, um, sustainability in terms of environment, social and business impact. And you find that sweet spot between those three and that's where you develop sustainability business concepts. It was the first green MBA in the state of Tennessee. Uh, Very interesting. time so I took a sustainability course and we had to read this book the world is flat and it basically you know develops pillars in terms of competition globally of how the world is flat in a sense of competition not not those you know the flatter the what do they call them the 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 flat theory people that believe the world is flat not one of those situations it's the world is flat in terms of competition. So, you know, as, as technology evolves, as travel evolves, the world becomes more competitive. So even you find a place like Colombia, who now is competing in terms of uh, labor cost with Vietnam, with China, because, uh, you know, a lot there are a lot of nearshoring, outshoring companies that are coming here to Latin America because the cost of labor is generally low comparatively in the world, which sucks. which is bad for us, but uh, it also brings jobs to Colombia, and that's pretty important right now in in the aftermath of the the COVID pandemic. Um, So that that, that is a real, that's my second favorite book, and I I like to mention that just in case you're interested in in going and reading it. My favorite book, and I think this is going to be something that we will uh, bring to the the book club next year, is, uh, and some of you may have heard it, it's called Good to Great by Jim Collins. And the overarching theme of this book is 
there's many, many good companies out there, but there's very, very few great companies. And he goes through his definition of what is a good company and what is a great company. He also, there's a lot of leadership uh, concepts, a lot of kind of in-your-face uh, in your face information that you have to really take a step back and analyze yourself, analyze your company, analyze others in your company. Uh, they have various theories that are very simplistic, but really drive a good company to becoming a great company, according to his definitions. So what it makes you think, and, and this is a book that was written, uh, I believe, in maybe 19, late 80s, early 90s. And it is still a very fundamental book in, excuse me, it was written in the 90s. And this is still uh, a fundamental book uh, with the lessons of, the, of those companies that he mentions in those books. And some of them are not around and some of them are around. And once you start to realize that the ones that he talks are still around, talks about are still around, you understand that his principles are actually functioning. The ones that are, did not survive to the year 2020, they fall exactly in line with why a company does why a company fails. And so it's really interesting. Here we are over 20 years later and universities still use this as as a basic business book in, in their programs because it, it's like you can see it in practical form, which is really cool. You don't see that a lot with, you know, a lot of these boring uh, class books that you have and all that kind of stuff, which hopefully I think universities and grad schools are getting away from now. But a lot of that stuff, it was just memorizing, regurgitate it during a quiz or a, an exam, and be done with it. You don't have to remember it. You don't have to really remember it anymore. But this is actually a very practical book. And uh, so I really enjoy that. Um, so that's my favorite business book. And I've talked about what kind of genre I do prefer in the on the fiction side, what I, what I enjoy to read. And what I read to, to make sure that my tools are sharp in my toolbox. So I'm interested to understand which each of you have read in the past and which you still apply today. And um, so that'll be a good discussion. And we'll see where that goes. Um, I hope everybody has a wonderful uh, week. See you in the next class for each one of my individual students. Again, if you're new, a new li new listener, feel free to listen to any episode that we have on Press English, Press Specialized English on, on Spotify. And looking forward to seeing each of my students, and we'll talk about your favorite reads. Have a great day. See you in episode number 11.